Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Shop. I remain your favorite host, Tiwalade. It's been a whole week and I do hope you're all doing fine and well. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, I would love you to. So please listen, like, share and subscribe so you'd always know when new episodes come out. Today we're talking loyalty and at the end of this episode, I'd be giving you free tips on the steps I take in relationships and friendships to ensure that my partner and my friends stay loyal to me. So stick with me to the end and let's find out what I'm talking about. Okay, let's backtrack a bit. So last week we did an things episode at me and we saw that the bar for Nigeria, the bar for hardship in Nigeria, the bar for hellishness in Nigeria is non-existent, right? You know, like when people say, oh, um, the bar is in hell. No, the bar is not in hell. The bar does not exist in Nigeria. So like when you say things, oh, things are really, really bad. Um, Nigeria assures you that it can always get worse. So in the space of a week, like since we last spoke on Thursday last week, you were listening to this on Thursday, right? Things have gotten worse. Um, I had to, I don't know if I mentioned that I had to, no, I did not because it happened on Friday. I had to buy 2K for 400 Naira when in the past it would be, I think it would be 800 Naira. I had to buy it for 400 Naira. Um, there's people buying 5K for 800 Naira for 1,000, 15K for 1,500. Or um, I saw I saw that somebody bought 85,000 for um, for 8,500. Now it beats me how we're buying our own currency in our own country. You're not buying dollars. You're buying Naira in Nigeria. You're buying Naira in Nigeria. It's, um, it's crazy still. So I can tell you for free that it's gotten worse this week. And in like two different states, Oyo and Abeokuta. Oh yeah. As an aside, I, I realized that it's pronounced Abeokuta, not Abeokuta, like Abeokuta, not Abeokuta, because, because it directly translates to, um, under, under a rock. And it makes so much sense because Abeokuta is actually between rocks. And let me know if I'm wrong anyways, and let me know what the correct pronunciation is. Okay. Now back to the episode. So in two states, um, Oyo State and Ogun State, there were uprisings, there were riots because people were really fed up about the whole situation and they started destroying bank properties. They started fighting amongst themselves in the city and whatnot and whatnot. Obviously people died because, um, soldiers shot around and police, whatever people died and People lost property, banks lost a lot of, I wouldn't say lost a lot of property, but they had a lot of property damaged because of the riots, right? And APC, it's funny, it's funny, APC, um, I think they cancelled their, they cancelled their campaign rally in Ibadan 
because of the naira and false scarcity which of course is a lie because i know they do not want to be stoned out of the state when they go there once again i'm saying do not vote wisely i'm saying vote peter obi um, i'm coming out to say it now do not vote wisely i don't trust your consciousness i mean i know you listen to me so you're supposed to be wise i am glad that you're wise but i don't trust your wisdom right now so vote peter obi don't vote with your wisdom thank you very much um but yeah people were rioting because there's false scarcity there's cash scarcity the everything that we spoke about last week it's just it's a lot actually like nigerians are going through a lot right now over the was it over the weekend or over the week i heard that a man slumped and died in um delta state or i don't remember where exactly people were going naked in banks because they couldn't get their money out and it's, it's wild i mean there's some some of some of people that were involved in this riot were doing it because they were frustrated but some of them were just doing it because um let's be honest nigerians love to destroy things so especially um i would the uncouts ones the touts the agbiros those ones love to destroy things so whenever there's a chance for destruction they will take it with their two hands and destroy things you know some people do, do, do not even have 10 kubo in the bank but oh yeah people, other people are trying to get in and were agitated let's go there let's do it i mean they just wanted to destroy things so like people were destroying bank property breaking into at if i say atm machines that would be totally but at i can't say at anyways you know what i'm talking about well things are getting harder and harder by the way anyways that's by the way by the bush back to today's episode um you know when i started this year i when i started this season i introduced i said we were going to be having a new segment our agony aunt segment and we've gotten a couple of dilemmas so we're going to be helping today or i'm going to be helping today since i'm alone today So let's do the first one alone, and then subsequent ones will be with guests. Okay, so the first one is from Irene. <laughs> My acquaintance got me a job, and her boyfriend impregnated one of our colleagues. My dilemma is: How do I tell her that her boyfriend is a fake asshole without causing friction between us? Because she's also friends with my boss. and i don't want issues with my job i need the money wow okay wow <laughs> very lovely um ah <laughs> i don't know what this <laughs> i don't know why you thought i could help you <laughs> okay okay on a serious note i don't think that um you should tell her i don't think that you should be the one to tell her the information can come from you but i don't think that she should know it has come from you i think in this case this is where you dig a hole and you bury yourself inside but obviously you said you're acquaintances at the beginning of the story so i'm thinking that you guys are not friends you guys are not that close you just be i believe she helped you out with the job and then you believe you owe her some loyalty 
or yeah, you have a sense of loyalty towards her. I understand that, but I don't feel like you should. I don't feel like you should put yourself at risk and your livelihood at risk for something like this because at the end of the day it doesn't directly involve you but it involves your money i don't know if that made any sense i feel like she should hear it she can you um go and buy a new sim <laughs> honestly go and buy a new sim go and buy a new sim and go and buy a new sim and send a text message to her and she should storm the office and then ask Kwame is a pregnant woman or she should check her boyfriend's phone to see the rubbish that he has been up to maybe he hasn't been covering his tracks very well but anyways I'm, I'm sorry this is a very tough spot to be in and I hope that I hope that you get you find your way out because I cannot help you no but really okay I'm done joking around now. This is a tough spot to be in. At the end of the day, you want to protect yourself and protect your job. And you're not sure how she's going to react or lash out if you're the one to tell her. So um, I believe that you should find a way around it that doesn't involve you directly telling her. You can hint at it or you can uh, tell the... Uh, I don't know if... I don't know if... Okay, you can tell the boyfriend, actually. Maybe he comes to the um, office to see the one that he has impregnated, right? You can tell him, see you. I know your babe. And I know she's not going to be happy if she finds it. Threaten him. Threaten him. I know she's not going to be happy if she finds this out. So uh, you should tell her before I tell her. But you don't have to tell her directly. I think you can... I don't know, maybe go through somebody that is actually her friend, but it was still, they'll still find out it came from you. So um, the best thing to do is to get a new scene, move to a different country, quit your job, find another job and move to a different country. Actually, the best thing to do is to, I think you should get a new scene and I think you should send her an anonymous text message or create a new email account and send her an anonymous email. I'm not even joking though. Just try to separate it from you so it doesn't come to bite you i mean i know you're trying to do a good thing but it can always come and bite you in the ass so i'm i'm sorry um the second one is from kike my best friend confided in me that she's she's been secretly dating my ex for the past few months i feel betrayed and torn between keeping my friend's secret and telling my ex the truth I value my friendship with my best friend greatly, but I also feel like I owe it to my ex to let them know what's going on. Um, okay, at the same time, I am afraid that if I tell my ex, it will ruin our, my, my friendship with my best friend and potentially cause a lot of drama. I don't know what to do. Okay, I'm, I'm a bit confused with this one because what are you confused and torn about? Is it the fact that she's dating your ex? Do you feel betrayed that she's dating your ex? Or do you feel betrayed that she didn't tell you she was dating your ex? And and what exactly are you telling your ex? 
is it that you're telling your ex that, okay, his new girlfriend is your best friend. How long has your friendship been that she did not know, have you know, that he did not know that uh, she is your best friend? It's, it's a weird situation for me. I'd say that, well, I think we're going to delve into something relating to this question later in the episode. So I'm not going to talk much on this right now. But when we get there, I'm going to give my two cents. But then I'm not really sure I fully understand this question. But at the same time, I'll tell you what I think when we get into that. So the third one is from Tammy. <laughs> you and your best friends. My best friend's spouse has been coming on to me for months. And now they're asking me to keep their advances a secret. I feel like I'm in a difficult position because I don't want to hurt my friend, but I also don't want to be complicit in their spouse's infidelity. I'm afraid that if I tell my friend, it will cause a lot of tension and potentially end our friendship. On the other hand, I feel like it's not right to keep this secret and be party to something that could potentially harm my friend's marriage. I'm torn between doing what's best for my friend and doing what's right. I don't know how to handle the situation and I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. What should I do? This is tough. This is the worst possible position to be put in because I feel like if you tell your friend that, hey, your husband has been coming on to me, the friend's going to take it, your friend might, depending on the kind of person she is, your friend might take it as, oh, okay, I need to choose my marriage over my friend. So, best friend, we're cutting ties. I no longer want you around my house. I no longer want you around my husband. I mean, see no evil. I mean, if you can't see the temptation, you won't be able to enter into it, right? So, she might want to remove you from the equation um, entirely. Or she might want to, she might actually take it for what it is and appreciate you for telling her what has been happening and actually rack it out with her husband without involving you in the mess that it is. But I don't know, to be honest. I'm not sure what you should do. I think that... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, she might still find out. I think that you should tell her. I think that you should tell her. Because if he's doing it to you, that is his wife's best friend, it's, the odds are that he has been doing it to other women that are not remotely close to his wife. So... You would not be the last. You're just the closest. That's the truth. So I think you should tell her. Um, I think you all have that level of loyalty. Because if she finds out on her own, you would be in, I don't want to say trouble, but you would be in a much more precarious situation in the sense that she would think that you were actually entertaining his advances that's why you didn't deem it fit to tell her i wasn't um 
I don't want to say I was in this kind of situation, right? But I started talking to a friend's ex after they had broken up and it was a messy breakup. It wasn't romantic or anything. We weren't talking romantically. We just became friends after they had broken up. And um, while I was, I was in a dilemma, okay, should I tell my friend that, hey, I'm talking to this person now. It's nothing romantic, nothing um, untoward. And we're just talking as friends, right? Or should I leave it? Because why should I? I, I felt like if I told her, I would be making a big deal out of something that wasn't a big deal. So like the fact I'm telling her means that, oh, maybe there's something wrong with it. Or do you understand? I'll just be making a big deal. So she will now start seeing trouble where there is none. And I didn't tell her. And eventually when she found out, she was hurt because I knew, I knew the situation between them. I knew how things went down between them. And she didn't tell me, she didn't tell me how hurt she was until months later when she had gotten through it and processed it all. And then this was even better because they had broken up, they were already broken up. So, and then we were just friends, we weren't trying to start any, start any shit. So this was better. I'm not, I'm not exactly trying to liken this situation. I'm just saying that, um, sometimes it's just best to get the truth out there and then take the person's reaction for what it's going to be instead of hiding it and then having them find out. And it would be so much worse because you're explaining that, oh, you didn't mean to do this or you didn't mean for them to find out this way. It's just, you're in the worst possible situation and like I I'm so sorry that this is happening to you but I think you should tell her I think you should tell her that that might just be what's best but I believe that you already know what you're going to do so um Tammy all the best I you I saw a tweet some weeks back it was about um it was it was a reddit tweet I don't know how to pronounce that it was a reddit was a reddit post so it was an am I the asshole am I the asshole post? Um this babe had a crush on her best friends. I don't know why we're talking about best friends today. But this babe had a crush on her best friend's boyfriend. I mean not like an active, active crush, but like she really liked the kind of person that he was. She liked everything about him. She I think in some parts she literally called him the perfect man. Right? So in the sense that if she had met him before her best friend, she would probably most likely definitely have gone for him. But then um, she admitted, I don't know why she had the audacity or she felt like it was okay to do that. She admitted to her, um, her best friend that she had a crush on him, which is weird as hell. And her best friend decided that, okay, I don't want to, um, I don't want to stop my friendship with you over a man. So I'm just going to put boundaries between you and this man. So that whatever stupid crush it is that you think you have, you can't kill it, you can't crush it, right? 
But this silly babe was getting offended because her friend was putting boundaries between she and her man. Like, what are you mad? Why are you getting offended? Like, do you, do you want to steal him? Is that the case? Do you want to take him away from me? What's the matter? So, I don't know. It was just a very silly thing. First of all, you should... Why would you even ex admit to your best friend that you have a crush? Your best friend's boyfriend is your brother. Nothing more, nothing less. He is your brother. You don't see him as a man. He's your brother. Do I see my brother as a man? I guess he is. You don't see him as a man. He is nothing to you. He is not even like... Maybe even if all the men on earth were no more and he was the only man left, he is still not an option for you. He is not on the table for you. Remove your eyes from there. I felt like going into the screen or whatever to knock her head because she's a very silly human being. Anyways, today we're talking loyalty and a lot of the stories have bordered on loyalty and how much or um, to what extent loyalty should be practiced or loyalty should be, um, I don't know what the word is, but anyways, what is loyalty? Loyalty is a complex, complex, hey Jesus, complex emotion that can be difficult to define at its core, it's about being faithful to someone or something, even in the face of adversity. Whether it's loyalty to a friend, family member, spouse, or even a cause, it, it requires a deep sense of commitment and dedication. So loyalty basically is um, being committed and being dedicated to whoever the subject that be the object of the loyalty or your affection is that's basically what it is so what happens when your loyalty is tested when something comes something or someone comes along to threaten to disrupt that that bond this is when this is where the concept of loyalty can become murky there are people that argue that loyalty should always be Okay, that was lights. I don't know if you heard that, but that was lights. Thank you, Nepa. They are silly, but thank you. Anyways, um, this is why the concept of loyalty can be murky. There are people that argue that loyalty should always be maintained no matter what. And this can actually lead to blind obedience. When where someone may turn a blind eye to the actions of someone they're loyal to, even if those actions are morally morally wrong, is like somebody, your friend, your friend is doing stupid things, is making stupid decisions, or is doing stupid things, but because, oh, they're my friend, I'm loyal to them. You're not trying to advise them to make better decisions. You're not trying to stand against the stupid decisions that you're making. You're just going along with it because, oh, they're my friend. I think that's very stupid. On the other hand, there are those who believe that loyalty should be conditional based on the actions of, of the person or thing to which they are loyal. I asked my friends today that if um, if I called them, <laughs> if I called them to hide a body, would they answer me? Ayo said, hell no. Jesse said yes. And um, some other people said 
they told me no. So um, I'm auditioning for new friends. I mean, aside to Jesse, the rest can go. I'm auditioning for new friends. If you want to be my friend, please write to me wherever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. Anyways, back to the episode. I asked them and some of them to... I, I wouldn't say if it's a true test of their loyalty, but this is a big thing. It's like I would help my friend hide a body. I would truly help my friend hide a body. But like if I'm going to go to jail, bruh, I don't look good in jail clothes. I don't think I would look good in jail clothes. And I'm a jabota, so I think I'd rather not. But if I had to, I would do it. That's how loyal I can be. But that has to be for like my bosom friends, not just any random person. But in truth, if I saw my friend doing something stupid, doing making stupid decisions, taking stupid actions, I'll call them out on it. Maybe not in public, but in private. And if they still went on to continue making those decisions, I would distance myself from them. It's like um, um, I don't. I don't want to get I don't really want to get into this but I think I asked um I think this question has come up with my friends a couple of not a couple of times but like in time past that if you heard that your friend if you heard that your friend was okay no let me put it this way if your friend was allegedly a rapist if your friend was um, what's that word? Um, I've forgotten the word. Uh, oh shit, accused. <laughs> accused. If your friend was accused of raping somebody and you know this person, like you really know this person, but you don't want to ask, did you do it? Because they might, obviously they might lie to you and it will sound weird. Like, you're my friend but you're asking me like you don't know me well enough to know that i could never do such a thing but then you really want to know the truth right it's it's a weird position to be in but at the end of the day would you stay by that person's side or would you just set them aside until all the allegations are cleared whether true or false it's a test of your loyalty but it's it's um i don't know how to put this it's a personal decision like it's very um it's very tough you it's it's not a yes or no answer it's a very gray area that requires a lot of reflection are you okay with people calling you a rape apologist until the situation has has died down or until the name has been cleared are you okay with being on the, would I say, wrong side of history until the situation has been cleared? Or are you okay with pushing your friend aside, even when they're innocent? You just don't believe that they're innocent. How do you think your friendship is going to survive after that ordeal, after that situation? I don't think there will be anything called a friendship when all of it is over. Anyways, what's the right approach? It actually depends on the situation and the relationship. In some cases, maintaining a sense of loyalty can be incredibly important as it helps to build trust and strengthen relationships. 
but in other cases it may be necessary to reassess that loyalty and make a, a difficult decision in order to do what is right. So ultimately, the decision of how to approach loyalty is a personal one and it requires self-reflection and a deep understanding of one's values and beliefs. It's important to remember that loyalty is a two-way street and that in order for a relationship to thrive, both parties must be equally committed to each other. So whether you choose to be unconditionally loyal or make your loyalty conditional, make sure that your approach aligns with your values and that you are comfortable with the decision you make. Um, regarding, regarding Kike's dilemma, Kike said her best friend is dating, her best friend confided in her that she's been secretly dating her ex for, for the past few months. I asked my friends again, I asked my friends again what they thought about um, dating people's, dating their friends' exes, and all of them were heavily against it. I am too, to be honest. Um, my friend reminded me of this quote, of this, was he quotes what they saying that um, it, it was something along the lines of, I don't, I don't mind when people date my ex, my mom thoughts me to give my toys, my used toys to the less privileged. It's a very terrible thing. I'm not saying I stand by that. I think it was something that I used to read in high school slum books and whatnot. But um, that's my friend said it's given, it's given that. Anyways, I think it's 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 a very tricky position it's a very tricky situation because at the end of the day you want to consider how many years has how many years have passed since they broke up how was the breakup how long was the relationship if you're dating the ex your friend's ex from a relationship that lasted 10 years I don't know what you're doing I really don't know what you're doing but if it was a situationship or something like a fling, it's still it's still weird. It's still going to be weird, but it's not as bad as ten years, five years. That's just that's weird. Except um I don't know. Except maybe you guys none of them live on the same continent and they're the only other black person that you found there. Obviously it's it's easy for two people like that to fall in love. But like I said earlier, your friend's boyfriend is your brother. He is nothing to you. He does not exist in your eye as an option. It's not possible. So remove your eye from there. But this is tricky also. You can't say exactly when the relationship has marinated or the breakup has marinated enough for you to be able to swoop in and pick up. I don't want to say their leftovers. But pick up from where they left off. Anyways, um, I think at the end of the day, loyalty is very personal. So if you want to be loyal to uh, whoever it is you're being loyal to, I think you should also make sure that they're being loyal to you in that manner. So it's not just a one-sided thing and you're not doing things for the sake of... For the sake of... um just doing things in a way that they will not reciprocate to you when the time when and if the time comes
I think this is going to be a two-part episode. I'm not sure the second part will come next week, but it will come subsequently. So tell me your views on loyalty and tell me if you can date your friend's ex and what you think the appropriate time should be in between you dating the, the ex and them breaking up right again. I don't, these people are killing me. Anyways, at the beginning of this episode, I told you I was going to give you tips for free on how I keep my friends and my partners loyal. So this, here it is. Anyways, one, bribe them with food and gifts. It's, I mean, the way to anybody's heart is through their stomach, right? So keeping your friends and partners loyal by constantly feeding them and showering them with gifts. Who doesn't love free stuff? Right? That's one, bribe them with food and gifts. Two, threaten them. If all else fails, threaten them with consequences if they betray your trust. I mean, you can tell them you're not going to hang out with them again. Or you can tell all the embarrassing. You know, every day I hang out with my friends, I take embarrassing pictures. It's not because... I take embarrassing pictures or videos of them. It's not because I don't like their faces and they're very fine people. But I like having ammunition. So that if they try me small, small like this, I'll threaten them. Oh, I have I have your nudes. I mean not nudes, but like I have I have what I can use to blackmail you. So don't try me. And then three, keep them in the dark. Knowledge is power. So make sure you keep your friends and partners in the dark about important things. This way they will never have the chance to make informed decisions that may challenge your loyalty to get don't tell them shit okay take this one with a pinch of salt because it's not true don't try it mind control last four mind control if all else fails just use your mind control skills to keep your friends and partners in line it works every single time i promise you and if you want to learn how to mind control just text me i'll tell you five make them laugh laughter is the best medicine obviously has been said from time immemorial laughter is the best medicine and it can always be a great way to keep them loyal keep them in line okay so always make them laugh you would always keep them loyal to you because everybody needs a joker everybody needs a jester especially in a country like nigeria where things are hard and every day is tough they need to laugh six and finally be trustworthy the best way actually to keep your friends and partners loyals, loyal is to be trustworthy yourself. Be honest, be dependable and keep your word. And then if your friends and your partners are good people, they will reciprocate this. Another thing is, I don't know, like people that like you. Be friends with people that actually like you. Not just because of what you do for them, because, but because of who you are. And if you have the traits, if you have honesty, if you have trustworthiness, and if you have loyalty as personal traits, then they would always reciprocate it because you're a good person and they like you for who you are and not what you do for them. So that the day when the when the day comes that you're no longer or you're not in the position to do things for them, they're still with you, not because you were doing things for them, but because they like being with you as a person.
So these tips are supposed to be taken with a grain of salt. They are not serious advice. Okay? The best way to build and maintain loyalty in relationships is through honesty, communication, and mutual respect. So my dears, um, tell me in the comments, wherever you find this episode, what you think about loyalty and what you think about loyalty in the situations and the scenarios that I have spoken about earlier here. So we have come to the end of today's episode. I know it's been long. I know it's been long. But thank you for listening. Wow, you got here. I'm really, really proud of you. I should give you a gift. Text me, text me, Habibi. Text me. Anyways, um, see you next week. Catch you same time, same location. Let's talk shop pod. I remain your favorite host, Tiwadi. Ta-da! <laughs>